Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Download the notes at kcm.org slash notes. God has given every believer the authority and wisdom on how to pray over your family. Join Gloria Copeland and Billy Brim as they search the scripture for insight into God's perfect plan on the Believer's Voice of Victory. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory. Billy's back with us, Billy Brim from Prayer Mountain in the Ozarks, and we're learning some good things, and we're renewing some things that we know. Right, right. And where we don't forget it, where we continue to walk in faith and not in doubt. Gloria, you and I were talking before we came on here. If all, we had all the Bible, but the part was missing about our having authority over the devil, you said it. You didn't think that we could live an overcoming life. I don't think we could either. I don't know how you could. You said, and this was good, unless the devil had been incarcerated, incarcerated. Yeah, yeah. Unless he'd been locked up. It'd be mighty hard right now on this earth to, uh, to live a victorious life without knowing you had power, you had That's authority right. over him. Without knowing the word. Now, Brother Hagin, of course, place. <clears throat> he wrote this book, The Believer's Authority. I already told you it was our bestseller. It changed lives all around the globe. And early on in it, he, he, he brings you to the prayer in Ephesians and tells you to pray this every day. And I have done it basically every day for many years now since I, I read in here to do it. And so you start praying that prayer, which you wouldn't know you had authority and you don't have any authority unless the Bible tells you you do. But it does tell you you do. And here it is right here in this prayer. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the prayer that we pray. I pray every day. It's a spirit anointed prayer. God anointed um, Paul to write it. And it's a spirit anointed prayer. And he said that he does it all the time. And so uh, it's one you pray continually. And so I do it every single day. And here's how I do it. And this is, I make it personal and you should make it personal. This is the prayer that you're going to be praying in the morning, which reminds you and reminds Satan that you've got authority over him. So beginning, uh, Paul says that I cease not uh, to make mention of you in my prayers. So this is the prayer he prays for believers. This is a prayer, pray for believers. Where are you starting? Uh, 17, verse 17. <clears throat> of chapter one, <clears throat> excuse me. And Paul prays that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the father of glory may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, letting the eyes of your understanding be enlightened that you may know. Here's a prayer that you may get revelation knowledge. It'll start coming to you after you start praying this that you may know three things. Number one, what is the hope of his calling? Number two, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? But we're going to be primarily involved with here in our study today, the third thing God wants you to know. And he wants you to know it. He wants you to know it. Paul prays that you'll know it. You pray that you'll know it. And here it is. Verse 19, what is the exceeding greatness of his power, and this is dunamis, 
to usward who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ in the anointed one, when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. Verse 21, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age and world, but also in that which is to come. And he hath put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him which filleth all in all. Amen. Now, he wants us to understand a power, and this power is to usward. It's for us. And we're starting to read about it in the prayer in verse 19, uh, Ephesians 1, 19. He wants us to know the exceeding greatness of this power to usward who believe, and it's the same greatness of the power which he worked when he raised Christ from the dead. Now, when God raised Christ from the dead, it uses four Greek words here to explain the greatness of that power that he used. Why? Because somebody was fighting against it. Somebody was resisting Christ being raised from the dead. Christ was in hell dead. He went there for you and me. And when God said, it is enough, then he's going to raise him from the dead and all these principalities, powers, mights, and dominion, and every name that is named came against God. And so God then exerted this great power to raise Christ from the dead. And when he exerted that great power to raise Christ from the dead, hallelujah, he, he gave us that powers for us. Praise to God. us who believe. So we're praying here that we will get knowledge and enlightenment and revelation of that power. So let's read it again that the eyes of our understanding would be enlightened, verse 18, now skip down to verse 19, to the exceeding greatness of his power to us, word who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in the anointed one, the Christ, when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his own right hand in the heavenlies. Far above. Far above. Far above. Can you hear Brother Hagin yeah, saying that? Far, far above. Above all principality, mm -hmm. power, might, and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this age and world, but also in that which is to come. And he put all things under his feet, Christ, and gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body. He's the head, we're the body. The fullness of him that filleth all in all. Now, when I'm praying, I don't stop there at chapter two, but I go on. And you has he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. Now go down to verse four. But God, who is rich in mercy, praise God, for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, has quickened us together with Christ, by grace we are saved, has raised us up together, and made us sit mm, together in oh, the no. heavenlies in Christ Jesus. So this tells us that God wants us to understand the power that he used when he raised Christ from the dead. He raised him from the dead. All those principalities and powers fought him, right. but he raised him from the dead far above all principality, power, far, might, like and decision. Far. Uh, 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 far above. He raised him from the dead. He seated him at his right hand. That's the center of the yeah, power of all yeah. creation. And you, 
He raised him the head and he raised you the body. Hallelujah. And he gave us the name. Absolutely. The head has a name. The body has a name. That's right. The name of Jesus. That's right. And he says, he has, he raised you. Here you were. You were dead in Christ slain by your sins. That's what it says right there. You could say dead and dumb. Dead and gone. Dead and You were a goner. Dumb. And you who were dead, slain, the Amplified Bible says, slain by your trespasses and sins. But God. Yeah, same man. Verse 4 who is rich in mercy for his great great love love. wherewith he loved us. Amplified says, in order to satisfy his great love wherewith he loved us. Thank God. In order to satisfy his love, when we were dead in sins, quickened us together with Christ. Quickened means made alive. Think about it, Billy. Don't let me sidetrack you, but think about it. Every despicable human being can do this. Every despicable Every human sorry being. sorry person, sorry. murderer, axe murderer, killers, just plain old rotten, no good people. It will work for them. They can do this. They, they can accept this raising from the That's dead. That's right. That's right. Because Praise he God. did it for all, all the world. The whole world. That's right. It's he available. came up out of there and we were dead in our trespasses and sins. And they're dead in their trespasses and sins, those rotten, sorry men. My grandma called them sorry men. She <laughs> yeah. said there's a lot of yeah. sorry men in this world. He did you know, it for I, them. I, I, I ministered in death row in Texas a few times. And, uh, yeah, you did. And uh, there were five girls on death row, and they were all murderers. Murderers? Some right. of them had murdered you know, more than one person at one time. Yeah, they were murderers. But now, but and some people, you know, people go into prisons and they preach, and and they had gotten born again. All of them, had, all all five of these had been born again. They're not that same old person they were. New creations. They're new creations now. The sin, the the blood of Jesus has cleansed them from all sin. They were precious girls, you and know. And Gloria, they're behind bars. Mm-hmm. But. When he quickened Jesus, he quickened them. When he made Jesus alive, he made them alive. And then it says, when he raised him, he raised them. And when he seated him, Jesus, he seated them in him. So there they are in their death row and they're behind bars, but they're seated with him. That's right. And some of them were executed. Yeah. But they went right up to heaven because they'd made Jesus Christ the Lord of their lives. And you That's know, awesome. Isn't that grace? It's great, Gloria. Oh, I mean grace, G-R-A-C-E. Oh. It's great and it's grace. Yeah, it says right here, by grace are you oh, saved through my. faith. My, my, my. Now think of it, Gloria. Let's say some of them had lived this horrible life before their children. Their children were taken away from them. Yeah. Here they are in prison. They're on death row. Might be executed. Hot behind bars. But they're seated with him yeah. when he raised he quickened him, he quickened them. When he raised the, them, him, he, qu- he raised them. When he seated him, he seated them in him. Now, let's say they've got some children that are out there on the streets and they never live a day in their lives as an example to that child. Yeah. But seated at the right hand of, 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 the, of, of the Lord, they can tell Satan to leave that child alone. That's right. I never they thought of that They can exercise their authority over that 
yeah. over that demon yeah. that's trying to get their son out there in the same way seated they were. Seated Christ in heavenly places. They're seated up there and they've got authority. That's right. And if they know Praise it, they can God. exercise it. And somebody will come there to that prison and show them this. Praise and they can Jesus. say, oh, you know, Father, I'm sorry for the way I lived in front of them. But right now, Satan, you're not going to have them. You're not going to get them where you got me. I take authority over you in Jesus' name. That's right. I bind you in the name of Jesus. They've got, after they're born again and have the name of Jesus, they've got just as much power over the devil as anybody else. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because he's the head and they're in the body. That's right. Now, I'm going to read you some things from... um, the book, uh, The Authority of the Believer by Macmillan. Uh, when the Lord Jesus, the captain of our salvation, was raised from the dead, uh, the resurrection was accomplished with this greatest exertion of God's power, even greater than in creation because the powers of the air were uh, resisting it. And uh, the conferring of authority... Uh, this authority, this power in Ephesians is to us who believe. All the demonstration of the glory of God shown in the manifestation of His omnipotence pointed manward. The cross of Christ with what it revealed of obedience to God, of atonement for sins, of crushing defeat of the foes of divine authority shows up a representative man overcoming for mankind and preparing through his own incumbency a throne and a heavenly ministry for those who should overcome through him. Let's say one of those women in prison has a heavenly ministry. Now, she's in prison behind bars. Her son's on the street, but she's got a heavenly ministry up here, and she can exercise authority through that heavenly ministry for her child. That's right. Notice the identification of Christ's people with himself. The very act of God which raised the Lord from among the dead raised his body. That's right. Head and body are raised together. Christ the head, his church the body. This is a most important statement. Praise God. One of which you you, you must absolutely know. There is no mis... He wants there to be no misunderstanding of the Holy Spirit's meaning in this presentation of the truth, of the elevation of the Lord's people with their head. They are made to sit with Christ in the heavenlies. Christ's seat is at the right hand of God. His people, therefore, occupy with Him the same august position. This honor is not to a chosen few, but is the portion of all those who share the resurrection of the Son of God. It is the birthright of every true believer, every born-again child of God. Jesus said, All authority is given unto me in heaven and earth. Go ye therefore. His formal assumption of that authority took place when he sat down on the right hand of the throne of the majesty in the heavens. The right hand of the throne of God is the center of power of the whole of creation. And the exercising of the power of the throne was committed unto the ascended Lord. He's still there in full possession of his rights, awaiting the Father's time when his enemy shall be made the footstool for his feet. The elevation of his people with him to the heavenlies has no other meaning than that they are made sharers 
of the authority which is His. Praise God. They are made to sit with Him. That is, they share His throne. To share a throne means without question to partake of the authority which it represents. Indeed, they have been thus elevated in the plan of God for this very purpose, that they may even now exercise to the extent of their spiritual apprehension authority over those powers which have brought about on earth and are still creating over the conditions. We have authority over the conditions which evil powers have brought about on the earth and are still creating through their ceaseless ceaseless manipulation of the minds and circumstances of mankind. In other words, the thing that's going on out here is, is caused much by uh, the powers of the air. The Bible calls them the powers of the air, the God of this world. It is necessary to state here what is commonly understood by those who carefully study the word, that the kingdoms of this world are under the control and leadership of satanic principalities. Bless the Lord. Uh, and we, we read then about these, how the, how the Bible calls him the God of this world. Um, he said, just think about this now. When he tempted Jesus, here's what the devil said. The devil taking him up into the high mountain showed unto him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said unto him, all this power, exousia, authority, will I give to you and the glory of them, for it is delivered unto me and to whomsoever I will, I give it. Jesus didn't say, oh, it's not your authority. It is his authority. He is called uh, the prince of the power of the air. Uh, demonic spirits operate in the heavenlies, the mid heavens, right above where we are. It should not have happened. It should have been... Uh, Adam's dominion mm -hmm. over the power of the air, but he delivered it to he Satan. He gave it up. He gave it up. He had the legal right to do it. He didn't have the moral right to do it, but he did it. And he gave He had the authority. He had the authority to do it. You're yes, right, he Gloria. Did. He had the authority to turn it over to Satan. He turned it over to Satan. And now there he is. You remember how the Bible, Daniel saw the prince over Persia and the prince over Grecia. These evil spirits are in the, in the air. Some of the people who have gone to heaven and come back, they see it. Uh, Gary Woods saw it when he came back from heaven. He saw these mid-air where all these demons are and where their, where their activity is. And then he saw people, God's people on earth, moving in authority and praying. And it came up through those mid-heavens with those demons like, like, like shots like fired arrows and push them back. And it also gave the uh, angels, you know, uh, 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 it gave them power and authority, mm -hmm. the, the people here on earth. I remember one time that Brother Hagin was, uh, Jesus was talking to Brother Hagin. It was an open-eyed vision. You remember it, of course. And uh, Jesus was just talking, talking to Brother Hagin, telling him things. And this little imp demon, yeah. this is a low-level devil, it came up here and it threw an ink, ink screen like a veil between Brother Hagen and, 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 and Jesus. And Brother Kagan could it hear. During this vision. Yeah, during this visitation. And Brother Hagen said, he's telling me important things and I can't even understand them. And he said, why doesn't Jesus do something about it? Oh, and then Brother Hagen got so tired of it, he said, in the name of Jesus, you get out of here. Prink! Away went the ink screen. Run away went the little imp. And, and Jesus said to Brother Hagen, I'm glad you did that because if you had not done that, I could not have done it. That's what Brother we Brother Hagin said, do. surely I misunderstood you, Lord. You would not have done it. No, no, no. I could not. All authority was given unto me in heaven 
and on earth. And I gave the authority of the earth to my body. Now I am the head. The body. And we you are, are the, the body. body. That's right. And the body has to act so that the, and even ask and move so that the head can. The reason things are in the mess that they're in is that the church has not recognized its place as the body of Christ. It has not recognized its place as the one who has the authority. And these things just go on and on and on. And people say, well, God is sovereign. Why did God let this happen? Why did God let the Jews go to the Holocaust? Why did God let this wreck happen in this young boy? Why did God let Gabe Stewart die? Couldn't he have done something, you know, down there in that room? No, that's not it at all. We are the ones who have the authority on the earth. Thank God, God receives them. Thank God, heaven's open to them. Thank God, gave it done what it took to be in there. But for the authority on the earth to be exercised, it has to be exercised through the body. Uh, To stop somebody coming to your school and shooting it up, you're the one who's going to have to plead the blood, draw the bloodline, Go around that school and say, I draw a bloodline yes. in the name of Jesus about such and such elementary school. Nobody is coming in here with a gun to shoot bind it up. Bind the devil. I bind the devil. Coming. Nobody's coming up here to the, to the, the mall. Nobody's going to come here and shoot this place up because right. you're saying so. That's right. You're using you your authority. authority. You have to take authority. You yes, have to use authority. Right. It has been given to you. But unless we use it, and that's why things are in the mess. Everybody just says, well, God's in charge of everything. God this and God that. Oh, no, 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 no. He gave us the authority on the earth, but we have to work with him. He can move when a man on earth asks him to. That's right. Praise the Lord. That's part of the plan of redemption. Yes, bless the Lord. We have authority. We have a part to play. And we have to take it. I mean, if the devil's giving your children trouble, they're trying to go after him, bind those devils. Stop them in Jesus' name. If you need money, you you're, you're, can't pay your bills, you're lack, mind the spirit of lack and ask the Lord for the finances you need and expect it to come. Say, money, come to me now. Say, yeah, but that sounds so strange. It might be so strange, but you'll get to where you just soon be strange as be broke. Rather, yeah. and that's how you come out. Whatever the devil's trying to do in your life, you stop it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Billy and I'll be right back. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Be sure to get the notes at kcm.org notes. And remember, Jesus is Lord.